Hey, what's up, everybody? It's another episode of Teed Up. I'm your host, Tyler Rothrock. We have a fun one. We have a fun one today. Sit down with a former co-worker, friend of mine. Uh, calls in all the way from Brooklyn, New York. Estonian Thunder, my pal Yanni. We used to work together slinging golf clubs in Manhattan in the Big Apple. Okay, we tell some stories, tell some tales about working together. The city that never sleeps unless it's uh, – and we, we t- I tell a story about how I didn't get to sleep one night when we were trying to get to a golf course. Um, we talk a little bit about our own golf games and the PGA Tour. This was right before the FedEx Cup came to a close, and we were just complaining about that, how it's just a stupid setup because it's, it's almost impossible. Dustin Johnson had a two-shot lead going into the event. And guess what? Guess who won? Huh. Dustin, he won 15 mil. It's a lot of heaters. It's a lot of heaters, DJ. Don't spend it all in one place. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, We complained about that during the episode. So, But neither of us really have a solution. I don't know if anybody listening does have a solution, but I sure don't. But I'm just going to complain about it. But that's, that's in the past. Onward. We're looking onward. The U.S. Open. Is in our sights, winged foot. It's going to be a nice, it's going to be a test. That's what Faraday said. I just read David Faraday said that he expects a lot of the players are going to be whining and crying like little babies because of the conditions and the setup. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm split. I don't know. Uh, sometimes I like seeing these guys struggle. I don't like seeing anybody in agony. But I I am in agony when I play golf. So sometimes it's good to see millionaires in agony playing golf. I'm, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes it's cool to see it. But, you know, it's also fun to watch birdies and, and watch low scores. It's not always fun to watch 82s win the, win the event, but I don't expect it to be that bad. My money's on DJ. Keep it rolling. Uh, but, yeah, we sit down. I'm excited for this talk. I hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to get right to it because we spent a lot of time catching up. And uh, there's some pretty funny stories in there. But So without further ado, please enjoy my chat with the Estonian Thunder. And as always, rate, subscribe, share, whatever you have to do. And thank you for joining me. How do you want me to introduce you? Wherever you want. Yanni, Estonian Thunder. Yanni, Estonian Thunder, <laughs> former golf uh, fitting expert. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that. I was listening to your previous podcast. And um, I remember I had the two plaques sitting in the in your golf center. One from Ping and one Mizuno. It was like certified club fitter. <laughs> and I was there for like two days at, at both places. One was in Vegas. The other was in um, in Arizona. It's like, do, do you still have the plaques? No, I should have kept them. I, I wish ah. I did. That'd be a fun thing to put in like a man cave one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you were certified. Probably somewhere there in the store. Definitely, so I, definitely. I'll have uh, Frank Sh- pick them up. Frank, yeah, Frank probably like tried to sell them. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody, welcome back. It's another episode of Teed Up. I got a special guest. I'm excited for this one. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy from all the way back in my New York City days. It's Estonian Thunder. My man Yanni. Yanni. What's up, buddy? Happy to be here. I don't think anyone's tried to get on a podcast harder than I tried to get on your podcast. Hey, I, I welcomed it. I, I I initially wanted you and Alec, Alec to come on, our other our other friend. Yeah. No, we love Alec. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I would love to hear you guys go back and forth. I wanted to hear the, the whole-by-whole recount of the match you guys just played, but that's yeah. for another time, another time. Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't remember it anyways. <laughs> but yeah, you uh you used to be in the golf biz right out of college. You went to Penn State and then you got in the golf biz in Manhattan. Number one, do you miss it? And number two, uh, did you like it? I guess answer number one first, and then I'll be able to tell if what what you're gonna say about for number no, two. I'll throw it too. I I actually really did like working there. Um so yeah, me that's where you, me and you met near your golf center in, in center of Manhattan. So it's the it's the only retail store there now. And so it's yeah. kind of cool being in the in 
you know, hard of Manhattan and you get uh, all these tourists coming by and, you know, yeah. Wall Street coming in. Um, no, it was cool. I, I mean, coming out of college, I was still in that party mode. So it was, you know, fun being in, in the city, <laughs> and hanging out with you guys after work. And, um, but now I, do I miss it? No, not so much. Uh, yeah. It was a good like stepping stone, uh, you know, going from college into kind of the real world. Um, yeah. And, you know, getting that little bit of sales experience, just selling golf clubs and doing fittings and stuff. And now, yeah, yeah. Worked to it. Now I'm, I went to a pharmaceutical company and I'm doing like medical device sales. So it's funny how uh, kind of like a, a trickle effect there. Yeah. Cause you're probably now play golf with clients and instead of uh, selling golf to people. Yeah. Exactly. It's, yeah, wild. That was only that wasn't even too long ago. It's funny how, how things <laughs> I, you know, during the time, I mean, how long ago was that? When did we start? We st- so for mm. me, we started at, uh, the new store when they opened up a store on Park Avenue. Me and Yanni, uh, were like the first. Well, you were the f- the first round, and then I came in shortly after. I was like the the B team second round <laughs> of hires, and uh, we opened up the store. And it was pretty sweet, man. It was like I really miss those days. Like I did, I wish I knew now how much I liked those days. You know, yeah. now nah, we had a blast. Uh, yeah, that was um, that was like April or May of 2013. Yeah, and um, yeah, we had that. I don't know. It was, we were just full of positive energy. <laughs> well, yeah, kinda, and some some uh, beer as well. A lot of yeah. beer and uh, wings, but. S- selling golf clubs in Manhattan people don't understand like you don't really associate Manhattan with golf right like when I tell people where I came from like in New York they're like what'd you do I was like I sell golf clubs and they're like what there's no golf out there but it's like a huge business because of like tourism and you know there's a lot of high net worth people and you you got you got uh like certified to fit right yeah. Um, so I did do those two fittings, one with Mizuno, one with Ping. Um, so I was doing like the more uh, like basic fittings, like length and lie and, you know, uh, you know shaft flex and yeah, yeah. simple things like that. Um, but then, yeah, I'd, you know, I'd push those the, the more complex fittings onto uh, you know, Alec or Josh. But uh, no, yeah, it was I mean, real interesting, I, especially when you whenever I talk about like golf to people, they're like, where do you play golf in, in the city? Uh-huh. Um, I mean, luckily we, there are a decent number of tracks in, in the area. Um, but yeah, doing working in a real retail shop in Manhattan, it's, uh, <laughs> it's an experience. Um, <laughs> yeah, we started park Ave, So we had all those, those guys that were doing like banking and, and yeah, the United uh, nations people. Yeah. And then only a few blocks away in, in midtown, um, get all these tourists come in. So, right. And you did both stores. You're at New York yeah. at the time. Well, there, was, there was three. I don't know if they still have Chelsea. I know it's just Herald Square now. Yeah, I'm not sure about Chelsea either. Um, where did you like to be better? Did you like to be on the west side, uh, or I mean, sorry, on the east side or the west side? Uh, probably the west side. I mean, the days were busy. It was yeah, it kept the days moving. I mean, mm-hmm. with no windows in there. It's uh, you need just need to keep your mind occupied. Otherwise you go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And well, why golf? You, you majored at, you went to Penn state, you majored in PGM. Was that right? Yeah. I went there for golf management program. So in the Northeast, it's like the only program uh, it's more common down South and out West. And for golf management, that's like uh, on the track to become a, you know, a pro at a golf course or a general manager, basically just yeah, working in the industry. Uh, so I, I did that for two years and then, I started hating golf and uh, uh-huh. <laughs> majors and funny enough, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do coming out of college and then found my way back into the golf industry, selling golf clubs. And that was, it was, it was good sales experience for me. It for was, sure. Yeah. Was, well that like talking to these guys, like on wall street, these like hedge fund managers and these like super successful people, it's hard to, you got to find like a line where it's like you got to sell them, but you can't bullshit them. Like they're the bullshitters in the room. Yeah. They're the biggest, like, you know, bullshitters in the room. So you got to find a way to like pad their ego, but also talk down to them a little bit. Like you don't know anything about golf, but also you're the smartest guy in the room. So it was like it's a, it's an interesting dynamic for yeah. sure. And then at the other store, like tourists from you know coming to Manhattan just to see all the sites, they'd also stop in to 
to check out this golf store in the middle of the city and, you know, dealing with uh, all sorts of cultures. And then you get with that, you get uh, different types of like bargaining situations. <laughs> yeah. that yeah. It's like, what do you mean? You're not, you don't want to pay tax on this. Like you have to pay tax on this. Very, yeah. I can't, no, I can't just throw in a driver for free. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. People would just, that that's the thing that's been consistent and not even just with tourists, everybody in golf, like, they just want stuff like people like it will be people that, you know, they're rich. Like you could tell by looking at them how rich they are. And they're like, give me a free dozen, free dozen balls, yeah. a dozen pro V ones. Like, dude, you just spent $4,000 on a set of golf. You, what do you mean? It's, but it's just that rush of getting something for free. The biggest bargain guys are. Yeah. They'll throw the black card at you and then say, Oh yeah, by the way, give, throw in a free dozen or a yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, gosh, did you do. Is there any, uh, anybody that you like worked with that is like, you can look back and like, Oh, that that's like a good memory or a, maybe not a good memory, but it was somebody that's like either a celebrity or. Oh yeah. Um, so I worked with a couple guys and that really come to mind. Um, Other than me, of course, like yeah, as a, yeah, as a coworker. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're a local celebrity <laughs> in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, the uh, J.R. Smith. Uh, yeah. He came into the store. He, for those who don't know, he's like a big time golfer. He, he's like obsessed with the game. And um, at the time, um, so 2013, so he had just signed with like the Knicks. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that year he won uh, six man of the year. So he goes like on top of the world in New York. Like people yeah. love him. He was, he was like coming, he was like scoring like 17 off the bench. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's when the Knicks, that year they were like, those couple years they were really good with Melo. Yeah. Stoudemire and um yeah he comes into the store and so my counterpart my counterpart Mark he actually sold him um a wedge and um you know a couple days later JR comes back into the store and Mark's not there so you know like it's one of those situations like oh shoot like what where's this club that like he sold JR right right that they got work done he's like six foot seven so he needed like extensions (laughs) jumbo grip so I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll go look for the thing. I don't know where, where, where he put it. And, you know, he's with his girlfriend at the time. And the girlfriend is you know, to see that she's getting a little impatient because like everyone's like looking for this club. And she's like, do you know who, who this is? Like, this is J.R. Smith. Like, he plays for the Knicks. I'm like, yeah, I I, I know. I know. Like, yeah, but, but that's not going to make the club appear. I guess no matter this, who he is. This is like a custom order, like a custom like situation here. And it's like, you guys are, are coming back like the next day or two. Like usually this takes like a little bit of time. And then, uh, you know, we finally find it. And then he comes up to me afterward, like away from the girlfriend. He's like, Hey man, like, sorry about her. Like she's, she's just being protective. Like he's like, yeah, yeah. like super, super nice guy. Like, right. I think he gets portrayed in like a, in a bad sense sometimes, but like guy was just super quiet and nice and uh, was very like respectful about, about the whole. Oh, that's cool. That's a good, is that the only time you interacted with him? Yeah. That one time, like he, like they pulled up in like some like ridiculous, like a Bentley or something. Uh And and then (laughs) went right into the Bentley. I think he was like playing that night. So he probably like brought that club into the, into the the arena. (laughs) I think at the time he was also chatting with me. He said he was looking at um, becoming a member at, uh, at Bayonne. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I just played there yesterday. He's like, the place is sick. I'm going to join it. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I was, I remember he came over to park. Well, not him, his, his buddy, like his buddy that worked for him came over for, and he would like, get some clubs because at, at that point probably his specs were like on file and he would just like yeah order stuff but not have to come in anymore yeah, yeah. so <laughs> but i remember yeah i was like dude you know like where's jr smith's thing and yeah. our, our, our previously mentioned friend alec would have ordered it and we it's like is it there is it coming is it was it ordered you know always, um, <laughs> always like a yeah, some kind of shit show, but well, that's yeah. the thing I love about go- like working in golf. Like the the thing I do love about it is the characters, man. Like I've never like I've worked at two different golf shops, and I've talked to a lot of people that work in golf. Everybody says the same thing that you would think that the people that work in golf uh, would have their shit together because of you know you're dealing with people that are successful. Every it's just chaos in yeah. every. <laughs> In every in every country club, all the staff is chaos. Yeah. 
every golf course is chaos every store is chaos yeah and it was just so fun like but it was like wild at the time you're stressed out because you you don't know if you what's going on but looking back it's like dude that was so fun yeah i've i mean i've done uh i've worked at multiple country clubs uh retail and it's like yeah the cast of characters like <laughs> you, you can't you can't even draw it up like the you people that work in the golf industry they're all crazy yeah well we could even we won't we don't have to mention last names but our 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 cast yeah at, at park when we were there we had a guy named sung who was <laughs> legitimately a a pro like he, he played on yeah. the hooters tour yeah but it just was a, yeah. i'm not gonna call him he's not a crazy guy but he, he's had his own quirks you no, know i i mean a, yeah, a guy that just loved to party, like couldn't get to work like before twelve o'clock. It was like he literally could not get to work by twelve because it was like too early for him. My favorite thing about Sung was <laughs> we had out the the you could see the street from the, the front of the store. There was windows, and say he had to be in at twelve. Sung would show up and like half hour late, but then he would stand outside in front of the store finishing his cigarette he's yeah, yeah. 30 minutes late <laughs> he's sweating bullets sweating yeah looking inside the store just looking like so disgruntled and like our manager would just like look outside and just like shake his head like and they yeah. just like look each other through the glass like god like I but he was just so good too at the job where it's like man like how do you because he now, was like a legitimate he shot 60 in a tour event yeah you I know mean, that was the thing um like even our um like I'll never forget this. Like our Fourth of July tournament we did every year. Oh yeah. Um, I picked you guys up because you guys had a late night. You slept. Oh over. no, dude! That night. Let me tell you about this night. So, <laughs> I I do stand up, right? So I had shows in the uh, East Village. I I took a set of golf clubs from our store to the shows because I knew I was going to Sung's apartment, which is way out in Rigo Park. Yep. Which, like, I to give context, it was like basically outside of the city, right? Middle of nowhere, yeah. In Queens, it's a middle in of nowhere. Queens, and it's probably my fault. My phone wasn't charged, right? And or it was initially, but it just wouldn't hold a charge. So I had my clubs with me. I'm at my show. Everybody's like, "What the hell are you doing with golf clubs?" I'm like, "I'm go I have a. I'm playing this uh, Ryder Cup thing with my at my job tomorrow." Oh, okay, okay. So after my shows, which is like 11 p.m. I'm supposed to go out to Sung's apartment in Rigo Park. I'm texting him. I'm texting him. Sung, where's your apartment? He won't give me his address. He's not answering. He's just not answering. Sung, where's your apartment? I know it's in Rigo Park, so I just go out to Rigo Park thinking by the time I get out there, he'll answer. Still doesn't answer. I end up, it's raining too. It's just pouring yeah, yeah. rain. Yeah, I remember and that. So I remember I go into this like bodega and I just order food and I'm just like, I will, I have to. I have to sleep in this bodega tonight. That's probably what's going to happen. I'll call Yanni in the morning. Good morning, right? Yeah, it's like two in the morning at this point. Finally, he calls me back. I get over to his apartment at like four a.m. Yeah, and then you you you're picking us up at like six a.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before before sunrise, yeah, yeah, before sunrise. <laughs> and then he probably shoots sixty five. Well, he yeah, I mean he had he had been doing drinking. That's why he passed out. At like in, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't get in contact. Well, aside of the phone issues, like you can get in contact with him. So I pick you guys up at six, and I mean, you both look like shit. I mean, you yeah. had to like, kind of like find the place. Um, and he was, you know, God knows what the hell he was doing, drinking and yeah, you know, who um, yeah, it's six in the morning, and then yeah, I mean, we get to the course and we got him good. We um, you like, hey, son, do you want a iced coffee or something? You like, you know, wake yourself up, and he's like, yeah, I need that. All right, so we'll get a get you a nice coffee and an egg sandwich. So me and Tyler <laughs> go into uh, this is that uh, Pelham and Split Rock. So we go into the um, the bar area, and we get him. What was it was a trick? Oh, it was a vodka. double Red Bull vodka. Double Red Bull vodka. Yes, <laughs> the complete opposite of a nice coffee. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> she poured him stiff too. Yeah, she, yeah. They were they were stiff, and it was <laughs> seven a.m. I don't think she's ever poured a double rebel vodka at 7 a.m. before. She was she was shocked, but she did it for us. We're like, we pointed out, we saw him. We're like, see that guy out there? Yeah. He needs this more than anything on earth. Yeah, he, he's got a big match. He needs this. Yeah. So we go over, and I mean, God, I, I did it in college multiple times. There's nothing worse when you think you're going to take a 
you know, a nice refreshing sip of a beverage and you're just hung over his balls and it's just there's nothing worse than that. Oh, there's not. I remember the I went to the first time I ever went out to the Indy 500. I went out, all my friends went out on Friday and I had to go out on Saturday with my other friend. And we get in on and the race is on Sunday morning. You got to get up really early to go. And when we get there, everybody's like, don't go out tonight. You're going to want to, but do not. It's a very early morning Sunday. Don't go out tonight. You're going to be miserable for the race. We're like, all right, all right, whatever, whatever. We go out super hard Saturday night. And we wake up 5 a.m., so hungover. And we're it's like 115 degrees in the morning. And we're walking to the track, and I'm just like dying. And we finally get to the track, and we had a cooler packed. And my friend opens up the cooler, and there's a water bottle just glistening in the sun. It's oh, condensation yeah. perfect. I'm like, yeah. I need that water more yeah. than anything. <laughs> I'm like, throw me that water. They throw it to me. I get halfway through this thing before I realize it's vodka. It's 100% yeah. all vodka. I start puking in front of families, in front of kids. <laughs> and just, I had a great day. I'll say this. Yeah. It, it, it did and, get me back. And Sung had a great day. So he took Sung a, did have a great day. He almost fell up to his knees and <laughs> did not throw up. He's a stronger man than you. And yes. Um, and then, yeah, he, he was playing as a scratch. He was playing against our, our head fitter, Josh, who was playing at like a five. So Sung Daddy with zero sleep and just, just, drunk before we even got on yeah. the box at, at seven o'clock i mean i played in his group he whooped up on him he shot he on the first fairway he gets up to his ball and he's stumbling he can't even like i, I thought he was gonna topple over <laughs> and somehow this guy i've never seen anyone play drunk like this it, it's unbelievable just that alone like it's the most amazing probably the most amazing round of golf i've seen in person in my life really circumstances on he he would he couldn't i would i like had to guide him to his ball he was so drunk <laughs> he would get over the ball and then somehow his body would just find its center and he would rip this thing i think he shot like one or two under that day like jesus so imagine like the potential of that guy if, oh yeah <laughs> if he could control himself <laughs> <laughs> well you and i i didn't partake in this as much because I was doing stand up at night, but you guys would do this thing. Alec is yeah. is our other friend who worked with us. Yeah, yeah we were totally telling just you. Yeah, this and what was it? Thursdays, every yeah. Thursday. Well, Thursday. you tell you tell the story. You tell the story. Yeah, so we would rotate every week. Um, so three of us would go out to just bars in Manhattan, and it would it'd be like, all right, it's all right, Yanni, it's your turn this week. So we'd just all get hammer time. And then at the end of the end of the night, just like whatever the bar tab is, like that person would have to pay it. Yeah. So we'd run up like three, four hundred dollar tabs. And I mean, mind you, like working at a retail shop, you know, we weren't making that kind of money. Right, we right, right. Really. So we would do that like every Thursday and get beat, so beat up until one day, yeah, Sung just he just flipped the gasket. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. There's a BS and like yeah. We were, it was probably like a five hundred dollar bill, right? Yeah, was, yeah, at the end of the night, it's like, but this is your night. Like you have to. <laughs> and he, he didn't he did, do it. He lost his cool. I'm like, that's not. Come did, on. did he end up paying it? No, he didn't. no, we split it. He was. Oh, that was the final night. I know. But who was, was the culprit? Who who would rack up the tab? I feel like it was Alec that would throw. Uh, Here's the thing. Yeah, Alec. Like all right, so on like my night, we'd go to some like random bar, like we had no connections. On his night, we go to like his spots where it's right, like, right. like 200 bucks. Like my nights would be like four or 500 bucks. So yeah, he always got off pretty easy. Yeah. But and then, or he would bring like a dozen golf balls and, be, and just, you know, yeah. give, give the bartender like, <laughs> or he'd bring a wedge or something yeah, and just yeah. pay in, pay in product. Yeah. Listen, what happened to that driver you were using last week? Oh, it's like, Oh yeah. It's uh... <laughs> those, those golf, those Ryder cup matches between, park park avenue and 30 those were so fun though. i mean that was the only one i did but yeah that, that was so fun man we yeah. just when you could do any kind of like competitive event with like not just like playing against like uh you know your your, your weekend foursome like if you can get uh -huh. like multiple groups involved it's like yeah yeah because then you're you're looking at the other fairway you're like are you yelling like hey like where, where's your match at and it's like yeah know? yeah or you're like kind of like in yeah in like the Ryder cup where you're standing on 18 and you see like 
your teammate coming up and like, so oh, this is a, this is a big shot. You could tell he's like standing I, over. I think it did come down to the last match yeah. too. Yeah. I forget um, who was in it. Uh, was it me? I don't know. It might have been, I was playing. Yeah, it might, might have been Kyle too, who we worked with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have been Kyle. Um, but I I only part I only was with you guys one time for the Thursday festivities, and I ended up <laughs> not in good shape. You saved my life that night. This is the one time I've ever saved anyone's life, and yeah, I, I'm forever time. thankful. Yeah, I was like, like, when are you going to invite me to your place? Like, I got to check it out. Where did you were living in Jersey at the time, right? Yeah, like Hoboken. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we were. I don't. Yeah, like we had never hung out after. Uh-huh. It was like, all right, we got to make up for lost time, and we we did we got after it. And then we yeah, we're on the uh, path train, and like you're you're supposed to be taking us back to your place. Like I I didn't know where the hell we were going. Right, right, right. And um. Yeah, you for some reason you're sitting on the ground of the uh of the train. Oh god. Leaning up against the door. <laughs> <laughs> we get to one stop. It wasn't our stop. But the door start to open and I just grabbed you by like your chest, your shirt. I'm oh, like, "Oh, where are you going?" Like you would have fell right off that train. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I remember that next morning was brutal for us. <laughs> yeah. We 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 didn't I don't think we showered. No, I slept on your couch. Yeah. yeah, and we had to like we we woke up late <laughs> and like had to rush to work. Oh my god! I did that at Sung's place too. I uh, we both smelled terrible. It was like I I had to like buy a whole new set of clothes, set a whole new outfit because I was like I just looked awful. Those were like, the best. Th- those were the best days when when you would have to buy like new pants and a new collared shirt because right. you were ripping it the night before. I can't yeah. tell you how many times Alec had to do that in my <laughs> tenure. <laughs> tenure there. You have beer stains on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> oh my god. This, like, there's so many stories that we probably shouldn't say on this. That no, we're keeping I mean, it tame. Yeah. We, we are keeping it very tame. But do you still get out and play a lot? This year has been actually pretty, pretty good for my golf game. Yeah, I mean, last year was real busy because I got married, and then like all my buddies got, also got married. Like, I was uh-huh. in three other weddings, like all in the in the bridal party. So I was like. I was doing bachelor parties and weddings and like the, you know, uh, the honeymoon. I, I was like, no time for golf. But this year I've already logged um, 14 rounds and like, That's pretty good. My game's sharp. Yeah. I'm, I'm down What's to handicap at 4.8. Oh my God. So you smoked Alec when you play. You just, you and well, Alec just played in the Outer Banks. There's no, well, he had no chance. Did, well, did you I handicap said. it? No. I was like, oh, I good it was. God. Well, I, I was like, you're not going to beat me. And, I'm not. I'm. Yeah, I can get cocky on the course, but like, I knew he wasn't gonna beat me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, there's like, there's no way. Like, he, he's not a bad golfer, but just mentally, I'm like, this guy cannot take me on the golf course. <laughs> and um, yeah. Were no. you guys talking trash? Uh, no. Did he know pretty early that it was it wasn't gonna be a good one for him. No. Yeah. So we played twice. So we played the first time we played at his course, Kilmarlock down in the Outer Banks. And, um, you know, he, he sets up the course in the morning. So he tucks the pins and he cuts the grass and like, he's like, Oh, I put them in some diabolical places. And he's like, I know, like, I know how they're rolling. It's like, you're, you're in trouble. Right. And I'm like, were they tucked? Were the pins tucked though? Yeah. They were like right up against the collar. And it's like, you had to hit over a bunker, like with a cut shot and draw shot. He, like, yeah. He, he put them in some, I'm sure the people playing that course that day were like, what the hell is going on? Like, <laughs> The, the greenskeeper wasn't so happy, I guess. Um, but no, yeah. As we, that day we only played uh, thirteen. I had to run to a family thing, but like I was up four up on him on after thirteen. Like oh, he had it's no, over. Yeah. It's over. Then at his own course, tail between his legs. Two days later, <laughs> we play. Uh, we play another course, um, the Carolina Club. Really nice course. And um, yeah, I set the set the tone early. Just well, I. I really kind of wind him down him. I got him a transfusion right before T. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's you sung daddy him. You sung yeah. daddy, but the reverse thing happened. Yeah, I got him a little feeling a little too good, and then he um, never found his his equilibrium the way Sung did yeah. on that day. Two up after three, and then uh, the rest you know, is history. Five and four. It was a complete embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> What's your strong point right now? I, Are you still yeah, driving I, it well? No, I've never really been a great driver of the ball. I um. I, the reason I score so well, I, my chipping is is always my short game inside like fifty yards. Like you ask any uh-huh. of my buddies, like 
you get me within 50 yards, it's, it's pretty money. Like yeah. I, there's, I'll go two or three holes like every round where I could chip it to a foot and like, I'm not even bringing the putter with me. Uh, the lag putting has been unbelievable too. Like during quarantine, like being stuck at home for three months, I got myself an, uh, a putting mat from Amazon. Yeah. I was like working on my technique and like, I finally like something like clicked, you know, in golf. It's like, Oh, I, I found the secret thing. Yeah. Like, I actually, this thing, this one thing that I found with my putting has been like actually working. What is it? Can you, can you share? Mm, it's you can't share the secret. It's like, uh, I kind of like lock my like right wrist and oh, it's, it's like something technical like that. Yeah. Not like but, a thought. You're not like, you don't clear your mind before you <laughs> no, no, over the ball. Not like the unconscious putting or anything like that. You know, I, um, no. And then like, I just developed like a routine. Like I read a lot of articles from my like, pros are like, if you can develop with, and I've done this with all my like short game and long game. If you can have like develop a consistent routine before, you know, good shots, bad shit, like, or if you're playing badly, if you're playing good, you always have the same routine. Like at least you're keeping something consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's, it's helped for me. Um, I've, I've played probably the best, best golf I've played in my life this year. Um, you and you played in high school you played like tournament like you played competitive right yeah well i played um yeah i mean it wasn't i mean uh in in queens new york is not like the uh the mecca of golf in in high school but uh yeah i was a i played four years in our on our golf team was what was your home course clearview it's a little dog track in uh in queens it's I think there's like some stat where it's like the most played course in like America. <laughs> and it's like, it's just, a, it's a dump. It's, it's awful. But uh, yeah, that was our home course. And uh, yeah, it was four year, four year varsity. I was two year captain. And so it was good. I, I love it. It was, it was the, it was like the best time. Like uh, you'd play twice a week. There's no practice. Like we would just go out and play nine holes and it was like, it's perfect. After yeah. You get out of school early. Um, but, golf matches. but, but yeah, I mean, the last couple of years I've been doing like kind of more like competitive stuff, which, which I love. Um, really you've been playing over the last couple of years. You've been doing some not, stuff. Not, nothing like super like, uh, crazy, but like I do, um, I do like my low, my every year I do the same, like Estonian, uh, event. So I, that's my heritage. I'm Estonian. So there's like a little like congregation of Estonians that get together in New Jersey. And there's like usually five groups of us and we, we go play. So, uh, I mean, there's no competition. It's me and my my buddy Craig. He plays, and then oh, so you've been winning? Yeah, I've I've uh, I won four years in a row. In the last two years, I had last last two years, my buddies got married on the same exact weekend as this tournament. So, so you skipped my, the wedding, of course. My two selfish friends got married <laughs> on my tournament weekend, where I was defending it four times. One of them I had to be the best man. I literally couldn't miss that. The other one I was a groomsman. Probably could have missed that one, but uh Yanni, let me ask you. Would Tiger Woods <laughs> would he miss the Masters this year? No. For anything. But he's a better man than than myself. Or a worse man, maybe. Eh. No. He... Better. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, yeah, I missed it for two years and I, I just I played it uh like last month. I regained the trophy. So I uh, got my name on that puppy five times. There you go. And then um me and my buddy Alex, uh college roommate from from Penn State, we've played in the Barstool Classic the last two years. Really, it's such a good time. Um, not tell like, me about this. So yeah, not, I, I, I've heard. Well, Alec has mentioned that he wanted to play in it this next. I don't know if it's going to happen. So tell me about what how, did you guys just sign up? Like, what's the process? Yeah, um, and uh, not to like plug, you know, Barstool, but oh, yeah, plug away. I, I listen to the Four Play podcast. I love those guys, and um, yeah, they started it last year. Um, um you know just like hey we're gonna do a a a tournament for the people you know a tournament for like made by the people um so basically it's like um you have to have an official handicap and how they do it teams of two best ball and um yeah so you play at a 50 percent handicap so i'm a uh so i'm a i'm a five so i'd get like maybe two three shots Mm -hmm. depending on the course handicap um and it's it's just like it's a blast. It's uh, last year we played in Pound Ridge up in Westchester, like super nice course. Like that course alone is like two hundred dollars to play. Um, at the time, last year was like three hundred to play for each person. This year is four hundred. I played at Atlantic City Country Club. Um, it's, for the classic itself to get in, it's four hundred bucks. Yeah, four hundred bucks for each person. 
but yeah. you play at super nice golf courses. Um, so yeah, we played in Atlantic city country club this year. Also like that's a gem down in obviously Atlantic city. And, um, during the day you get like unlimited booze. Like they put a cooler of Trulies and beers and, you know, self, like all different types of things at each tea box. So you can just grab, you know, whatever the hell you want. Right. Um, so you're, I mean, you're free to, you don't even really need to compete. You just drink. Um, right. but how it works. Yeah. There's, I think there's 54 teams at each qualifier, top six teams from each qualifier advance. And then, uh, if you had, if you're one of the top six teams, you go on to play. Last year was Liberty National. Oh shit! This year it's um, Pinehurst. You go down to. Did that qualifier already happen? Um. Yeah. So we. So last year, the, our cutoff, our the number we needed to shoot was four under. We shot two under. We're really close. So this year we were like, me and Alex were like super pumped. We're like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna get it this year. And we knew we had to get like four or five under, and we we were two under at the turn, and we just couldn't make it. We were like, we we're yeah, we finished even because we we doubled the last hole. I was like, you know, we were trying to go for go for gold. You know? Go for gold. <laughs> Did the trulies uh, have any effect on it? Eh. <laughs> Do you get yeah. to meet the guys? Are they out there? Yeah, for yeah, they were awesome. Uh, I met uh, met all of them actually. Yeah, cool. um, they're approachable, really super nice guys. Yeah, but it's an event. Like it's it, even last year we ha- we signed up as soon as it opened. And like it, it, it closed after like ten minutes. This oh, year, this year it was um, filled up within the first like five minutes. Um, okay, so it's and, it's a yeah, it's competitive. You have to be like both of you guys have to be like it's like getting a you know front row tickets to yeah like, yeah you know to see whoever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that makes sense. And then so if you it, the 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 six teams that advance, do they th- that's included, right? You've qualified. You're yeah. So you're, you you move on. Yeah, so they um I think they just had to pay for like lodging down in like Did you Atlantic stay city. out in Atlantic City? No, no, we we um that's your mistake. You gotta go out the night before. That's what all the pros do. Jan, you gotta get a practice round, go there early. Tiger goes, he'll we, be he'll be there the Sunday before. We were at his wife's uh beach house, so uh we were we had a couple we were we cut the comp, a couple glasses of wine. Thank you. Oh thank, no, you gotta keep it nice the night before. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> next next year we'll uh We'll, we'll take it deep. <laughs> Did you? Well, speaking of Tiger, speaking of the, you're a you, you're a big follower of the PGA Tour, right? You you've been watching what's going on, like with the last two weeks with DJ and Rom. Got my I Tiger mean, hat on. Yeah, yeah you're I'm, a Tiger. You're you're a Tiger's your guy, right? Us, you're a Tiger guy, right? Tiger, kind of. Yeah, I'm a Tiger guy. Yeah, hundred percent. You're a Tiger. Yeah. So us Tiger guys, we stick together. Like, yeah. If someone says something bad about Tiger. You know, we step in. We, we kill them. We, we kill them. In place. Yeah, we've killed people. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. We're like an interesting breed of people, but I don't understand people not for Tiger Woods at this point. I don't understand how you could be. At one point, I could understand. Yeah, that. yeah. When he was I doing his when he was doing his when he was on his bullshit, as the kids say. He's certainly no saint. Neither are we. Right. Um, but. I mean, watching that guy, like he was my idol growing up. I mean, yeah. Watching him do things on the golf course, it's like, doesn't even make sense. Uh, <laughs> and like to think he was like done and now like it's it's an amazing comeback. But him the ultimate win, redemption story of all time. I'll tell you. Honestly, man to man, I started crying after so did I. when he won yeah. the Masters. I was crying. I literally had tears running down my, my face. And yeah. I was like, are you crying? <laughs> no. I, like, did you did you see what he just did? He just Tiger just won the fucking Masters. Yeah, he came back. And the thing that's been cool with Tiger is seeing how he interacts to the kid, like the, the younger generation. Now they're not younger anymore. Like I'm talking by younger generation, I mean like the Justin Thomases, the the DJs. The there's like this series uh, where I think it's Tiger, DJ, Jason Day, Rory and Rom are all doing like trick shots and like competitions yeah. it's on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. I think it's the biggest the tailor-made series. Yeah. And seeing how he interacts with them, it's not like, you know, he's talking down to anybody. He's like got a great sense of humor. He's joking with them and like, just really informational. Like they'll ask him, these guys are like in all of him and he's yeah. just kind of like, Oh no, this is how I think, you know, about this shot. And they're, 
as much as they learn from him, you can also see that there's respect and camaraderie. And yeah. you wouldn't yeah. expect that from what you know about Tiger. Like, no, super well, competitive and like, but he's been like, it's like, it shows a different side of him. That's pretty yeah. cool to see. Majority of his career, he's like, didn't want to talk to anybody. He was a stone cold killer. Um, yeah. Like weakness, like showing like, like that he was like friends with anyone on tour. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I mean, he, after kind of everything went down. Um, yeah, it was a, I think he kind of realized he needed to uh, change his persona a little bit to kind of get into the like, good graces of people. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's honestly, it's like, yeah, it's kind of refreshing to see Like he's, he is a different person. I think it was uh-huh. that thing. Like he's, he's actually, he'll stay like before, like getting an autograph of him was like impossible. Now he like, mm-hmm. he finds a lot of autographs. He's like very person. Like he's a lot more personal with the media than he ever was. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, like he hangs out with these, with the young guys, with the Rory's and the JT's and, and um, you know, he's kind of almost like a mentor at, at this stage in his career. I mean, he's right. still out here to compete, but it's cool seeing him like uh captain, like the president's cup team, mm-hmm. you know, being, being uh, almost like this father figure where he showed it as a captain. And then as a, as a playing captain, he kicked ass during the yeah. week. He was, it was cool. It was cool to watch. Do you think he wins again? Yeah. He's going to win at least another couple tournaments. He's got to. I mean, his game, he's still, what, he's 43, 44. I mean, he's he's certainly, as long as his, as long as long he's healthy, I mean, there's no reason why he can't yeah, he's, win. He could do it. Yeah, he's no... Tournaments like the Masters, like, he'll he'll compete to the, in, with, in, in the Masters as long as he's healthy for at least another 10 years. I mean, yeah. that's not a course that's overly demanding in terms of length or anything. And I mean, you saw it last year. Like, he just knows how to play that that course. He's just yeah, yeah. That's that, like I think the U.S. Opens will be a little tough for him. You know, I don't yeah. think just yeah. because they stretch them out so much, and, and yeah, these not, other guys just hit it so far. But he's, he's not. I mean, yeah. I mean, he doesn't hit fairways like he needs to for like a course like yeah, like a like a U.S. like Wingfoot. He's gonna he's gonna struggle, unfortunately. I mean, I'd love yeah. to see him do well like kind of locally. Um, but I mean, yeah, no, there'll be there'll be spots where he tournaments and, and courses where he can he can win. Yeah. Like the Masters, I wouldn't be shocked if he's he's up there on the leaderboard. Yeah, this year. the same. It's gonna be interesting to see the Masters not I'm, in I'm April. Off. Yeah. You know? Well they like this week they're like, oh, this is like the end of the the twenty nine or the like twenty nineteen, twenty twenty season. It's like, but we got a major coming up in two weeks and then we got yeah. the Masters in November. It's like yeah. It's weird. <laughs> well and I hate to I hate to ask and I hate to have you think about this because I hate to think about it myself when the day comes where tiger is a champions tour golfer, (laughs) who are you going to be a champions tour? Are you going to watch the champions tour? Who's going to be your new? No, I I think I do. I think I have to watch the chain. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, what, I don't watch a single second of the champions tour. Now, if tiger's playing champions tours events, and I'm not sure he will. I mean, I think he's got a little too much more pride than Phil just did it. It, and Phil yeah, dominated. He, he he just beat him. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was really it was very mean what he did, actually. Just <laughs> stepping it. Like he's been playing PGA tour events all year and like hitting it 350. And he's like, eh, all right, I'm eligible now. I'll go go play over there. And well, just- I don't blame him because he was all he wasn't exempt for he didn't qualify for the FedEx Cup stuff. He yeah. was done and he wanted to stay sharp. What is he supposed to do? But you gotta hate it. Like it's different. Like if Tiger comes to a Champions Tour event, there's a lot of like attention. If Phil comes, there's a little bit more attention, but it's not yeah. as much as if he doesn't move the needle, needle like Tiger would. No, but the, and they're just gonna get beat up by the guy. These poor old guys, like uh, <laughs> you know, Rocco Mediate and like what the hell is Rocco Mediate gonna do when Tiger and Phil step in? Stewart sink and they see <laughs> they see Phil and his aviators just piping bombs yeah. up. There. <laughs> smoking at 350 off the no, tee and he's dinking good. it out there probably 275 <laughs> hey man it's, if he's getting out there 275 that's not bad <laughs> yeah, i'll take two i would take 275 yeah. yes but then who's your who's your next in line uh who do you like I, to see when if tiger isn't i love speed and like i'm sad for him right now because i yeah. think every golfer is kind of you know, obviously we're no, we're not three-time major champions, but like we've all kind of been there mentally where it's like, you feel just so beat up and like, you don't know what the hell's going on with your own golf game. <laughs> and like, just weekend hacks. Yeah. 
a guy that just like showed so much dominance like in his like early 20s and now he's he's a complete mental case like he's physically he's not he's if anything he's more he's stronger and like he's stronger yeah he's hitting it further than he he ever has so i mean and like it's his short games always like was when he was dominating it was like that was it right he could putt he was nobody could putt better and he's never been he's always been streaky with his irons yeah and you know with everything with every other facet of the game he's always been streaky except the putter he was like yeah like lights out but now i don't know if he's losing some confidence in that i don't know what's going on with him but yeah it's i uh, hope he turns it around too i feel bad for him because i remember when he started winning so young and the whole story was about jordan spieth jordan spieth jordan spieth and you would like almost feel bad for like remember when they went on the spring break trip like all those guys yeah uh like the spring what what were they called the spring break boys yeah yeah Uh, yeah Smiley Kaufman and Smiley uh, Kaufman and Ricky, yeah. and I'll be like, "Oh man, all these guys probably are so jealous of of, of Jordan because yeah. yeah, they... he's a major champ." And now yeah. they've all passed him, except Smiley. Smiley hasn't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Ricky's not really in the same boat either. You don't think Ricky and Jordan are, or Ricky and JT are in the same? I guess Ricky and Justin Thomas aren't yeah. in the same category. Ricky's, yeah, he's got to win a major to be in that category. But uh, he's no, the guy he's I'd like to see win level. the most. I think. Yeah, yeah. JT's surpassed him for sure uh, yeah at this point um god but yeah no i'm, I'm rooting for speed so hard i mean the guy's just such a likable he's so likable he's just everything about him is just really he's just yeah he's the man well Love he's got guy. bethlehem roots too which i love. <laughs> his parents are my mom went to college with his mom uh, so, i didn't know that yeah and his dad went to lehigh you know you know I you know the lehigh that. valley man you know it well you've been yeah. here I've, I've seen some stuff. We've had there. Red Bull vodkas here. I, it's the most hungover I've ever been in my life. So same, same. <laughs> I don't that even was, want to tell that story of how that was, I woke up that morning. Yeah, I've always, had more hangover per per like the nights I've hung out with you, like per yeah. night hanging out to night or morning waking up super hungover. The ratio is so bad for you. You're I like think, three for three, hundred percent. We've only yeah, we've only hung out like three times. At, yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, they've all been bad, so I gotta stay away from you. <laughs> yeah, let's stay away. I'm sure your wife was like, "Do not even talk to these this guy." Maybe me, not me so much, Alec. But well, no, once she listens to the podcast, and yeah, she'll yeah, yeah, she'll 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 hear. She knew about Alec, yes. So she was actually oh, knew that he was fine. Everybody knows about Alec. Yeah, well, you'll get him on the show, and people will see who he really is <laughs> for his for for his true self. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, we got yeah, we tour championship this week. Um I hate the format. I can't believe they kept it. Like last year, like how the leader Dustin Johnson in points, he starts ten under, then the guy that's in second place starts like nine under, and then they, they go down. So the line. they dictate how who how many under they are. Yeah, their points. Yeah, for this it's this so stupid, time. man. It's Awful. so stupid. So a guy like um I think I was listening uh, earlier. I think like a guy like Kevin Kisner, who's like uh, 26th out of the 30 players in it. Like he starts at like four under. So he starts six strokes back of Dustin Johnson to even begin the tournament. A guy that's like red hot, you know, it's well, how would you, I guess I understand the, the motive because you want to reward somebody that's played well throughout the, but also I think you just reset it. Right. I think that's the whole, that's what golf is. Like you, once you make it to the next the, level, the reward is you're, there's only 30 people in the tournament, you know? Yeah. Like I, what it's golf. Like, you can't start at 10 under. It's like, it's just Mickey mouse golf, you know? Yeah. It's, it's stupid. It's so stupid. Nobody, there's not a single person that I've talked to about this with. That's like great idea. Like I know. And I don't even know any of the commentators that think it's a great idea. Any, any of the, no, they can't, I mean, they're not maybe Brandel Chambly likes it, but what the hell? No, I, <laughs> no, yeah, maybe, but it's, uh, it's, it's so stupid. It's, it's awful. It's, it just makes golf look. Do we, do we give them, do we come up with our own plan and send it to them? Is that, is that our, is that how we make our mark? Yeah. Who do we send it to? <laughs> I don't know. Send it to, uh, send it to Tiger. <laughs> Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Tiger. Yeah. yeah. Tiger. Yacht right now. He's he doesn't care. Yeah, he's chilling. He's chilling. He's gearing up for the Masters. But do you bet on golf? Love it. Yeah. (laughs) What do you use? Um, FanDuel. Well, I 
being in New York stinks, but, uh, you know, I'll hit up my buddy and buddies who live in Jersey and be like, Hey, can you put, uh, 20 bucks on this guy for me or, or like where I work, it's like our, my, my headquarters in Jersey. So every once in a while, when I have to go and pick something up there, like I'll be in the parking lot and like pushing, putting bets in and, uh, yeah. but no golf is like, it's fun to, it's really fun to bet on. Cause you don't have to put a lot of money on, on any player to win. And like the odds back are fantastic. Like yep. even favorite, you're going to get most likely, you know, at the worst, like eight to one odds. Um, but you can get like a guy like, you know, uh, I bet on Tiger last year to win the Masters. Uh, he was at like 25 to one. I put like 30 bucks on him and it was like, I didn't care about the money. I was more, I was so glad he won, but it was like, wow, I just won an extra like a few hundred bucks on. Yeah. On that that, that, that's not bad for the, for the victory. Yeah. But, but how no. do you, how do you deter, like when you, when you're, when you're going through the odds, like obviously, you know, you know enough about golf and you know enough about the PGA tour to make a pretty educated guess, but what are you looking for when you're throwing a bet down? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll start just reading articles, like people that like, They'll do their write-ups on like who they think they're gonna win, who's gonna win. Usually, what's the most helpful? It's not that. It's like they'll tell you about the course. Like um, they'll say this course is gonna benefit the long hitters. It's playing at seventy-six hundred. The rough is deep. Um, you know, so it's gonna be like a bomb and gouge kind of kind of course. Um, or like you know, there'll, there'll be some like articles that are like more in depth. Like this course really favors. Um, players that can hit in like the 150 to 200 yard range, like, you know, ball strikers course. Um, and then from there, it's like, all right, yeah, I, I kind of know where to go off. Um, you know, who's maybe who's potting really well going into the tournament or, um, yeah, this guy bombs it long and straight. Like this is a kind of course that's going to benefit him. Um, I mean, I'm certainly no guru when it comes to betting. Uh, I certainly lose a lot, but there's a couple that I hit on and hitting on a golf bets, like, I can make up for your last like six shitty shitty bets that you made. <laughs> oh, I think you muted yourself. Uh, yeah, my show is <laughs> getting jacked up. Yeah. Uh, well, who knows when we're going to be able to bet on like the NFL? So get, get these bets in while we can. <laughs> I got but, my football draft tomorrow, so yeah. Oh, you're going to play? Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully. Uh, I mean, I love the NFL. Hopefully. It, that's not canceled. I'll how many? Next. How many Eagles players are you gonna get? Tell you what, I've had good success with Eagles players. I think you should just do a full transition, man. Leave I, those Giants behind. I've to my two my best like two my best years. I had like I had Carson Wentz like his like his first full year like he was awesome. Like no one had Carson Wentz. Um, I had Miles Sanders last year. He was awesome as a rookie. But I'm a Penn Stater, so that was kind of biased and then zach hurts he's yeah I, yeah you know what? i'm i can uh i hate the eagles but i can i can look away for it's gonna make me money for <laughs> how, how much are you gonna go for saquon uh nah i got the seventh pick he's gonna be gone by then but is he he's obviously your guy penn stater and a new york giants fan yeah that was cool to to get him but now it's in tough times for us as a giants fan <laughs> There's there's plenty of room on this side, bro. There's plenty of room. I'm not one of these Eagles fans that you could be a fair weather fan. Well, I don't know how much of a fair weather fan you'd be now. I don't know how good we're gonna be, but I welcome anybody. So, there's always room. The so we're I'm in the stage where I'm like uh potentially looking at places to live, right? Get out of the city and you know because <laughs> because we know you can't live in New York City, you can only no, survive. No, not with you know that I live in literally a closet, so um you were starting to like kind of look and, and the wife's like, what about, uh, what about Philly? Like, like we'll be close to like my brother and uh, like, nephew. And I'm like, there's literally, well, I would move anywhere in the entire world, <laughs> but Philadelphia. Oh man. You got to <laughs> give it a chance, man. You got to give it a chance. No, just, just for you sports fans. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, yeah, they're, they're, um, it is. I can get a perfect job offer. Like, a beautiful house like just everything's perfect but i'd still be in philadelphia <laughs> it hurts man that hurts that hurts my soul yeah <laughs> well let's uh let's definitely make sure we play some golf before uh the world ends um i'd love that man maybe I... we can get down there and play some outer banks we'll do a quick trip play some golf with uh our, our buddy Alec. maybe we can get some our other co-workers our former co-workers involved too we have a little group chat going. We'll get them yeah. all down there. Frankie lives near me. Um, 
put, throw him in a car and uh, throw him know, in a car, put him, you know, put him to sleep for a little bit, have him wake <laughs> up in North Carolina. It'll all be good. <laughs> no, I'd love to play. Yeah. Um, how's your game these days, by the way? I mean, I, uh, I know you post uh, your Instagram, like the one, two, three, fours, and you're usually my game's, the- it's getting worse. I was playing really good at the beginning of quarantine, but much like Jordan Spieth, something has <laughs> gone awry. It's gone awry, and I can't seem yeah. to fix it. I couldn't putt to save my family. I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to take a week off. I got to yeah. scramble on the 11th, September 11th, which will probably make my game worse because scrambles never help anything. Well, you just got to be the guy that just bombs it out there. I mean, you're, I will, you're... but that's the thing. I'll be the probably the shortest hitter on that scramble. So wow. it'll maybe I could just you're stay in the card you. off the tee. So my yeah, my game's all right. It's all right. Playing a lot, playing a lot, playing as much golf as, as I've ever you, played. You made me real jealous. Every day you're you're posting yourself. I know, up. I know. It's but it's it's not it's not translating into low scores. My handicap's going up, up, well, up in a way. But that's a, it's a good thing. Like if you're playing in like tournament, I don't. I mean, even if it's like it's like a silly tournament, like what I do, like the Barstool Classic. It's like yeah. Want my handicap to be that's true. That's right. That's right. I don't care. And I, if anything, if if my handicap's going down, I want it to be like credibly going down, like where it's actually going down. Not like I have friends that are like, I'm a four handicap. No, you're not. You're not. You know. And the only that that only works on the first tee. As soon as you hit that first tee ball and you you squirt it out to the right, I now. No, you're not a four handicap. Yeah. Well, I when I play my like when I play my buddies, like we you know, I'll, I'm giving strokes and it's it sucks to give strokes. Like if I'm getting strokes to a guy that's like a like a seven handicap, like you're, you're hole, in trouble. Those those couple holes where he gets strokes, like, yeah, I'm screwed. Like that's like automatic like one or two wins for him. Yeah, and like a seven handicap is dangerous because they could still shoot. Like I'm a I'm a eight i think or i'm an eight yeah but i could shoot like 73 yeah so you know if i have a good day you got to shoot like and you're giving me strokes you got to play really well that's why i love it i lost my buddy the other week so yeah he's he's a seven um i shot a 78 and he beat me on the 17th (laughs) hole come on like because he got a 76 with strokes it's like i mean Good, great player. He, he played out of his mind. He played really good. So I'm not gonna take that away from him. But uh, it's still a guy like me. Like I, I always feel weird giving giving strokes. Like I don't I don't feel that good. I have um, a friend. He's a he's a he's a scratch, and he's very good. He played he plays down in Florida, and he gets in these games down there, and he has to give strokes to these, or he gets strokes from people that yeah. are like plus three. Yeah. So that's even weird. He's like. He's like, damn, I, I thought I was good at golf until I was getting <laughs> strokes. You know, two shots aside. Like, how am I getting two shots aside? I'm a scratch golfer. Yeah. So being a low handicap, there's no benefits to it. And no. like, you know, most of the time when a person asks you, oh, what, like, will you play golf? Like, what's your handicap? It's like, you know, whatever. I'm a 4.8. Like, is that good? You know, they don't know. Yeah, they don't even know. <laughs> yeah. They don't even know. What do you shoot on 18? I don't know, man. Could be a seventy-five. It could be a ninety-five. It all depends you what's have, going through have, me that day. You have a hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any? No, I'm, it's very sad. <laughs> Do you have any close calls? Yeah, I've had. I mean, not in a while, actually. I a couple times within you know inches, but I've had like some really unbelievable eagles. Like, like from I've had a couple of eagles from with five irons from. Really, like on yeah, a par yeah. four? Yeah. Um, Damn, that's even more impressive than a hole in one. <laughs> the one I didn't even see. It was a uh, 18th hole at uh, at Pelham. It was a blind shot, and we go. It was like a triple tiered green, and we get up there. Me and my dad, and we're like, we're looking for this thing. And I was like, when I hit it, it was right at the pin. It was like I I knew it was perfect. And once I didn't see it on the green, I knew it was in the hole because like yeah. There was no way that thing is over this green because I hit that perfectly on the number. You know, like yeah. sitting in the, bottom of the cup. It was that was pretty neat. So that was like one of those things where like, well, you can look in the cup, and it's usually I, never in the cup. I I knew that was in the cup. Oh man! <laughs> and the other time, great feeling. The Penn State course, uh, the blue course, second hole. Um, 
I was under a tree branch, hit like a three quarter. Like I, I didn't, I couldn't even complete a full swing. I took like a three quarter knockdown shot. This thing hits like ten yards in front of the green, and it's like three hops, and it falls in the bottom of the cup. And uh, yeah, me and my yeah. buddy Alex, who my my roommate, who we played the Barcelona Classic with, we're like, I throw my club, we're like running down the fairway. <laughs> <laughs> Then we continue. We continue to do beer a hole, and then uh, we no more hole outs. I bet. <laughs> hole, we didn't even want to play golf anymore. No, <laughs> I, I know that 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 feeling I can relate to. Yeah. A hole out feeling I cannot. <laughs> well, Yanni, man, dude, thanks for for doing this. This was fun. And uh, when I get Alec on this, we'll uh, we're gonna do like a a celebrity phone call, a phone in. We'll get you back on. it. Yeah, I mean, he won't uh, he won't show up to your invite but uh <laughs> if that's the case i'll, I'll come on and do a, a second round with you because we got a lot more to talk about that's for sure all right man well uh tell your wife i said hello and uh let's play some golf soon sounds good thanks tyler everybody right, thanks bye